Jason Walls, political editor with us. Hey, Jason. Afternoon, Heather. Is it your birthday, Jason? <laughs> it is my birthday, yes. Happy birthday, Jason. Well, thank you very much. Rawiti Waititi was kind enough to throw parades all across the country for me, so that was nice of him this I morning. I feel like you might have misinterpreted what happened this morning. How old How old are you, by the way? No, actually, don't tell me that, because no, it's nobody's business. That's rude. I would never ask a woman that, so I can't ask you that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Just moving right along from the obvious sexism on my part. Hey, um, these guys, so they go, it's a party Māori, so all bluster, no delivery. They swore allegiance in the end. Yeah, they did in the end. So they kind of did it in a two-part way because going into the house today, there was two things that you could have done. The words that you have to read on the page either can be the oath or the affirmation, and they all went for the affirmation part. But their press release said that they were going to swear allegiance to their mukapuna, and that's exactly what they did. They basically, they every other, I'll set the scene for you, every other MP kind of stood up when their name was called, come down, came down to where the clerk of the house's table was, and either did the oath of allegiance or the oath either did the allegiance or the oath um, to the king. Um, and one by one, that's exactly what happened as the MPs came through alphabetically. So the first um, Tipati Māori MP to do it was Takuta Ferris, who was a newly elected Tipati Māori MP, and he bucked the trend by standing up at his seat and saying the following. Have a listen. I, Takuta Ferris, swear that I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to our mokopuna, according to Tikanga Māori. I will perform my functions and duties and exercise my powers in accordance with Te Tiriti or Waitangi. He, did, he then did what's called a topara-para, which is almost like a, a bit of a haka, um, and going up to the swearing-in station before reciting the affirmation in te reo, um, which is, um, I, Takuta Ferris, it's basically, you, you insert the name there, solemnly, sincerely, and truly declare and affirm that I will be, I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to His Majesty King Charles III, his heirs and successors according to law. Now, what they've done, essentially, and I, I, I do think this is well played by Party Māori because their MPs still got to swear an oath to their mokapuna as uh, mokapuna as promised. Um, if they had done that instead of the affirmation or the oath, they wouldn't have been allowed to sit in Parliament or have a vote or do any of the things that MPs do at all. And if that happened, they would have been putting their pride and egos ahead of the people that elected them into Parliament. But they didn't do that. They actually did both. Now, the first part, it doesn't actually technically mean anything when it comes to the House, but it's the second part that does. Um, but not not everybody in the house today thought that it was such a good move. Here's David Seymour. There will be those who come here not to participate in the institution, but attempt to make a theatrical point by undermining it. That may be the greatest challenge uh, that you face. Now, he's not very pleased about that. There was one more element of controversy today. Eagle-eyed stuff reporter Glenn McConnell spotted that. Instead of saying, in the Tereo um, reference to the um, uh, um, affirmation, instead of saying King um, Teara, um, Ferris and Rauriti Waititi said uh, Kingi Harihari, hari, which in Tereo um, can be an insult, which re- refers to a rash a rash, or in this phrase, it could be translated to an insult, meaning the rash king or the objectionable king. Here's how Rawiti, um, Rawiti justified this one. Oh, hare hare uh, is another name for Charles. That, that's those are the words that we use on the coast. So we don't use chare or, or tiare. Um, the word is hare, and I had an uncle called hare hare, so I, I used that today. So he's pushing back on that it was offensive at all. <laughs> I think he knows full well it actually does mean scab. Uh, Jerry Brownlee, was he pretty stoked to get the job? Did he did 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 he even do the little? Because it, lo- it looked on the photos like he didn't do that little play pretend where where you you, you don't really want the job. He just looked like he marched <laughs> straight to it to take his chair. 
No, he he did do that. It was um one of the I can't recall the MP that did it, but essentially, you know, she played pretend, grabbing his arm to take him there when they're supposed to be running oh, away because he yeah. technically you're not supposed to want the job of speaker. But um, hey, here he is. But he was happy. He is he going to be any good? A- I think he's going to be I think he's going to be good. I think the way that I've been looking at it is sort of like on a scale of Adrian Rudafe to Trevor Mallard, he's going to be about an 8.5, not as sort of rash and what, bold as What are you putting Adrian Rudafe as the best? Oh, no, no, in terms of the way that he conducts himself in the All house. Right. Adrian, you wouldn't even know he was there for most times, you know? He was he's quiet and didn't really interject, whereas oh, Trevor see. was basically yeah, yeah. In, in the game all the time. But Brownlee, have a listen to what he said about how he's going to conduct himself in the job. That I see the role very much as protection of members' rights uh, to speak freely in this house and to go about their business across the country unimpeded. So the speak freely in the house makes me think that he's just going to let the debate go and he's not going to, like Trevor Mallard used to interject quite a lot and um, would have various different run-ins with people, including Brownlee, quite a lot. So it'd be interesting to see how he goes. You never really know how well a speaker's going to go until they actually get going into the job. But, you know, he's been around for ages. He's he's known as the father of the house um, within the National Party and I think that, you know, he was the logical choice. He's the good choice and I think he's probably going to do quite well. Hey, thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Happy birthday again. Jason Walls, political editor. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.